0: Buckle up, it's the Insurance Dudes Podcast.
1: And here's another thing I would add, too. I don't know in your world how much underwriters play a part in some of this stuff, but with me, it, you can answer that. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> they, Oh, they do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> having, so when you're proactive like that, asking for business and kind of being in people's faces and having, a, you know. I just want to help being a little bit, you don't have to be overzealous or cheesy or anything like that. But if you're not asking for referrals or asking somebody how I can help one of your clients, that stuff is super, that's what people remember. And to me, if I'm sitting interviewing an insurance person or in any other industry, I want to know if this person's got teeth because what I'm hiring you for is one thing, not to fill out the freaking application, I don't right. care about that application. Anybody can,
2: <laughs> anybody can,
1: I need yeah. you to fight for me. That's what mm-hmm. I do as a broker. I just freaking got on the phone before the, why I was a little bit late, which I, I'm sorry about. I've had this loan dragging on. That's a refinance. Normally those things, especially this clean file would take three weeks. And this COVID client with the rate. <laughs> oh, hi. <laughs> um, And, uh, it's basically 60 days in now and it's been pinging back and forth. I just get on the phone and that's the value that a client's going to want out of a good mortgage broker. That's not going to sit and just wait for things to happen and paychecks to come in, work for it. Right? So if you're working for it on the front with a little bit of couth and being, you know, a little bit savvy and, you know, showing people you care, you don't only care on the front end, you can easily care with, where the rubber meets the road with what service you actually provide. So that's a big one. People, I think, that's... don't – they won't necessarily say it, but subliminally that's exactly what's happening.
0: It goes back to just being human. Like, just help someone out.
2: Like,
1: yep. right? Just Branded. help each other out.
0: <laughs> Which is amazing for anybody that can't see it. <laughs> is that That's a pergola, right? I was just going to throw that out there. but. <laughs> That's so cool.
1: Yeah. It was awesome. And he built these stairs over here too. I don't know if you can see. Look at that guy. I got there. But yeah. Well,
2: cool. Does, does anybody have questions? I don't know if anything's coming in on we, the Facebook feed. We got one on the Facebook. So again, again, uh,
0: put some questions in the Facebooks. So we have Jeremy. Um, he's new to the business. Zero loan officers right now, but he's working on it. Um, he wants to know, do loan officers expect to deal with the agency directly or does the uh, does that connection, that bond work well with staff and office managers or is that a hard connection to, to
1: make? Um, you're not going to get probably a ton of time from, okay, so staff is fine. So the staff would come into play with getting them something that they need, right? So there's like mortgagee clauses that we need or certain things like that that need to actually happen. There's a lot slower moving parts in the refinance or purchase process than insurance. So it's usually not much of an issue where the most impact would be is whoever holds control over where they could possibly get their next deal or referral. So it would be the actual agent itself rather than the agency. So that's, that's probably the best way to answer that.
0: Gotcha. Cool. So, I mean, I guess it would, if that if that individual staff member was shooting over business it could happen on that level but it would have to be more of that kind of that kind of bond
1: yeah if we get a call from a customer saying hey so and so i don't care who it is referred me to you there we go right yeah it doesn't matter who it is at, at that mm-hmm. point but um yeah so I, so I mean i guess when we're calling it probably depends on how the business is set up so if i'm my example earlier if i'm calling um for a declarations page who's actually answering that phone right so if it's an assistant yep. or something like that and somebody else is fielding those calls then that's probably as far as that conversation is going to go but if it's you guys as the agent you know there's an opportunity to jump on that yeah i'll send this over to you hey what do you do if you know you need you know to send some uh, somebody else my way for other insurance quotes to do that because I can save them money just like you guys are type of thing, right?
0: So. Yep. So you probably want to put somebody who has a freaking great personality <laughs> to be the one to to connect. So make sure that you don't just send Sally that's pushing papers over
2: <laughs> to, to talk.
0: Sally? Well, I don't know, man. If she's just pushing papers, not saying, hey, how's the, how's your day, man? You got a yeah. daughter? No way. Is she in yeah. soccer? Sally like never says <laughs>
2: that. Well, yeah, absolutely. You know, and and probably it doesn't really matter necessarily how it gets done as long as the thing gets done, but you definitely want to have be able to stack it, right? And have some kind of opportunity on it. Love it.
0: Love, Love it.
2: What what were some of the things, I mean through your experience throughout your years, what were some of the best
0: pieces of advice that you got for that kind of took your business to the next level?
1: Always ask for referrals no matter what, <laughs> strategically too, right? So when you're, when you're giving people good news and there's your opportunity, right? Mm. Not at the beginning of the process, when you still have proven yourself, but somehow, you know, like in my point, when the appraisal comes in or in, Hey, great news. Appraisal came in higher. I know you're getting a little cash out. I can get you an extra 10,000. Hey, did you know anybody else? <laughs> 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 Maybe a little yeah. bit cooler than that, but I mean, that really is it. And then honestly, just always picking up the phone. Uh, work that's a big one for me, is if you're too busy as a front-end, let's just call it salesperson, um, if you're too busy to pick up the phone, for whatever reason, you're not aligned properly with your support staff, you shouldn't ever turn down the front end. The front end's al- always the most important. It took me a while to understand that, actually. Yeah
2: it's a numbers game.
1: game.
2: Yep. I mean, and, and, you know, we, we know it, I think probably better than a lot of people because of like ours, our transactions are so micro and what, what comes out the back and what we get paid that we, I mean, it is a huge funnel that we have to have. Right. So, you know, we close a household. It's 200 bucks for the year. We got to pay, pay the lights, pay the staff, pay everybody. When I mean, we don't make money until the third renewal. So so we have, we have to get a ton of business in the door. Um, what kind of things do do loan officers do? Like, do you guys have telemarketers? Do you, um, what do you do to, to drive uh new business acquisition?
1: Yeah. So that's, <laughs> so loan Depot, let me just speak for that. So okay. totally different business model I'm on now I've lived in the city of Mission Viejo for 14 years. I have, right now I'm like 100% just referral just because I've people have known me over the years and that that's where I'm at right now personally that's not to say I'm completely set up to scale I'm actually getting some um my cousin licensed up and some people uh just for the opportunity because they're so I'll take that back so in a call center where we were at loan depot and like quicken loans their marketing their telemarketing is like a 10 to 20 million dollar a month budget it's crazy just warm them up warm them up warm them up and then get them to the licensed professional Mm -hmm. um you know it seems like social media is a a big player right now that's something Mm -hmm. um that seems very because that almost does automatic follow-up for you um with a lot of this kind of stuff but there's a lot of ways to do this i know i wouldn't you guys probably do a better job of it than i do at the moment just because i rely on my 19 years of experience and just sure. yeah. right how does it, yeah.
2: how does a new loan officer when they come in, um, what are they doing? Because they have to pick up the phone, like you oh, said, yeah. right?
1: So uh, go out and create those relationships. So it's real estate agents. It is tax professionals. It is financial planners. For example, I have a loan now for a retired gentleman that uh, he's not going to qualify unless he's, He's been collecting social security. He's got a bunch of money in the bank, doesn't need to pull, but has a $500,000 IRA that he can tap into at any time. I have to actually have him tap into it to make my debt ratio work. So I have Mm -hmm. to call his financial planner, tell him, hey, I need your financial planner to set up an automatic disbursement for five grand a month so I can make this loan happen. And then as soon as it's done, whatever you do is fine, right? Let's get (laughs) the underwriting. (laughs) But I then get a letter from this financial planner and there's a brand new relationship. I could have looked at it through the narrow lens and said, great, I got my file done here. Or that guy's now on my list. Hey, let me give you a few examples of what I do for financial planners and how much value I can bring to your business. I have templated out items that I just shoot over to them, including some calculators um, that get really in the weeds i I don't need to bore you with it but just high level with that is if people are pulling money out to go buy a house that means that financial planner is not making the money because they're pulling the money from there and putting it into a home i Mm -hmm. have this some crazy tools that i didn't build that i paid for that can show annual rate of return and hey let's not take this out let's get a mortgage instead of paying cash for this house let's get a mortgage, only put 20% down, leave that other 80% that they would have taken out to leave it with you. And I'll show them on this calculator, the tax implications and all this kind of stuff on my mortgage side. And then it's easy. You just give me an annual rate of return. I plug that in and then you see a net net. It's it makes sense to actually have a loan instead of pay something free and clear interest on the money. That's huge. It gets crazy. I can get really nerdy with that stuff, but yeah. So it's all about value that you're going to bring to the, to your audience that's in front of you. There could be a referral source like that.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's so cool. That's so cool. So really, I mean, from a, from an insurance agent's perspective, really having that whole team, like helping build those relationships between like, like, let's say you and, and, um, uh, A tax professional or i don't know building those relationships can also put your foot in the door um what what are what are some creative ways that you've seen loan officers kind of go go through and build those teams build those
1: that's a good question jason you just thought reminded me of something so you guys all know um it's what do they call it where you get into a group it's not team spirit what am i thinking of uh not teamsters that's like union
2: stuff the bni or something like that
1: uh, yeah it's like a community base it, it's kind of like it's almost like chamber of commerce yeah like yeah chamber of commerce, right yeah and toastmasters i think that's what i was talking about thinking about toastmasters probably something your grandparents would have done back at elks club or whatever right yeah so you go. Home, So the best way to do it is you get a team. So let's just say there's five people and then you're the nucleus here, right? Uh So so you as an insurance agent, or I'll just say as a mortgage broker, I need a realtor. I need two, probably two or three good realtor referrals. I need two or three good financial planners. I need two or three good insurance people because let's be honest, people get sick and it's always good to have a little bit of competition with keeping everybody a little bit sharp because, hey, we can do this, but it's not so bad if you know that I have a plan B with somebody else, right? That If you get caught slipping, because I provide value. I accept it to be reciprocated. And if it's not, I'm not going to be caught with my pants down, right? So, and I'm going to go to the next person that can help me out. So um, really uh, moms and just people in the community or just small business owners, right? Just anybody can give you referrals. But for me, the biggest ones would probably be insurance, which I have not capitalized on enough, financial planners, tax professionals, real estate agents, that from a professional level. And then I think just some really good cheerleaders in the community as well. Everybody needs insurance. Everybody's looking for that. Um, You know, and I know there's a lot of like books. I I read this book called Raving Fans, I remember, and that one I highly recommend it's basically everybody you come into contact with. doesn't have to be, it's really awkward for some you meet somebody to just be like, Hey, this is what I do. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Um, and you know, so you got to kind of ease your way into that, but you get people drinking your Kool-Aid, right? I mean,
0: Jeff,
2: I think he froze. Oh, he drank the Kool-Aid. He, he froze the Kool Aid. You can't drink the Kool Aid right on the air. I mean, this is live.
1: Oh, you're back.
0: You, you cut out time. there for a minute. Oh, <laughs> right after no, you drank the Kool Aid. That's where we lost
1: you. Oh, the Kool Aid? Yeah. That was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> but no, quarterbacking. So if you were the quarterback or point guard, that with all these people. And just maybe make it about, I don't know if you need to do a zoom or just kind of get everybody together. You can open some eyes and a lot of people would be really grateful that you opened up this referral network, I guess, right? Within a small, you might get some friends out of it, golf buddies or something. You never know. Take their money on the course. I don't know.
0: (laughs) love it. Great advice. Great advice.
2: Craig, are you there? I'm here. I'm here. I'm just it, it's, it's it's so much good stuff and um I just I love it. I'm at a loss for words.
0: Yeah. So so my my question is um what would you what would be the you know, if you could go back to your younger years, um mm-hmm. what would be the number one piece of advice you would give yourself after 19 years in the business to get you where you're at now? What would make be that?
1: It's what you make it. <laughs> I love it. Expand
0: a little bit on that. Fake what until you make it?
1: Butterflies, uh, you know, like getting up to plate, little league. Oh my gosh, there's basically loaded two outs. Same thing when you get into a new industry. It's important Mm -hmm. to make sure that you get thorough with your training and really wrap your head around it. But I've seen more often than not with people pressure. Here's more cliches. I think this is Billy Jinking pressure is a privilege. Pressure is a privilege. Adversity is the only way to really grow. So if you have to almost trick yourself into thinking that this fear as a like defense mechanism for us humans mm-hmm. gets us in the way, gets in the way of a lot of us reaching our potential. And if you don't embrace that, that's actually a, a leg up the, for the people that can actually overcome that and get out there and fake it until you make it. How many people aren't doing that? How many people most stalled because 80%. eighty percent? It's eighty twenty, out. right? You gotta yeah, you got to go. And then the worst thing you can do is not communicate and just go into your little cave, admit your failures. Hey, you know what? Absolutely, I'm going to do this. Is what I'm going to do to make up for this. But you have to go through life with every, or not life. I'm not talking about life. I'm just talking about jobs here. <laughs> Need stay on the floor, every every step. You know, you'll get knocked off balance every once in a while. That does not mean you can't. I mean, we've all gotten back up, get Mm -hmm. back up, and at the end of the night, realize that that was a privilege because you just learned from that.
0: Yeah. Yep. If you'll you'll never look back. Yeah. You'll never look back and and say, "Man, I wish I, I I wish I wouldn't have." have taken that leap. Oh, I wish I wouldn't have felt awkward that day, but you will look back and look at the opportunity that you had and that you missed out on it because you were too scared. You, that'll never leave you. Yeah. I love that.
2: Um, you got so, to get uncomfortable. You got to get uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so. even scaling the the agency, right? The new agency for me when we're two months in and spend Probably 40K on leads and telemarkers and just the whole thing. And I'm like, we got nothing, you know, I'm like, I don't, I don't feel good about this. And then, you know, I mean, Jason talked me off the ledge and I'm like, all right, more fine. And then all, you know, all of a sudden it started working, but I mean, the numbers don't lie. That's the thing, you know, eventually it's going to come together if you keep doing the right activity and um, it's going to happen, you know, so unless you're just a total dud. Luckily, I'm just above a total dud, so I was able to pull through. So, <laughs> and so this was for the the podcast. Um,
0: so, as we sign out of the podcast, we'll we'll stay in the uh, elite group. But Jeff, do you for anybody that wants to get a hold of of your business, this is where to plug plug everything that you got going on.
1: Absolutely. So, I'm I'm a mortgage broker in the entire state of California. That's I have referral sources, like I said, I, I where I was prior. If you need anything done, I can kick you over to any of my loan officers that used to work with me at Loan Depot. Um, purchase, refinance, pre-qualification, anything like that. Uh, I'm happy to follow it up with my actual signature with all the details, but um, my cell phone, that's the most important thing, is the cell phone's always on my hip, and I always answer it. The phone number is 949-892-0355, text message. start ringing.
0: Right now. Yeah. Start ringing now. Hopefully you guys don't
1: hear my ringtone. It's kind of cheesy.
0: That's awesome, man. Thank you so much. So much value. Yeah.
2: And with that relationship with Lone Depot, if you could have them add to the application anytime that it gets submitted in Arizona, just to kick it over to my agency. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs>
1: Actually, I do know quite a few guys in Arizona.
2: Okay. Ooh. ah, well, you I have your number. Yeah, there we go. I, right. well, cool. Thank, hey, thank you, Jeff. Really appreciate it. Um, and we're gonna sign off this thing.
1: All right. You, well, you we'll, go get up. We'll
2: stay on, stay on, but
1: uh, we're signing off and staying on.
2: We'll yeah. Bye. It's the insurance dudes. Don't turn it off, man. that really be rude. We're dropping knowledge on the radio, so just turn it up. So we put together a little webinar from all the things that we've learned, right? Yeah, totally. I love it. It was a lot of fun um doing it, putting it together, and there's some really good stuff in there.
0: Yes. What did we learn? So what did
2: we... we learned...
0: How to sell hundreds of thousands of premium a month using any internet leads and this is based on a whole bunch of big dudes selling ton and ton yeah. ton of premium a month like over yeah. a million
2: yeah and it, 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 it eliminates that turnover right the staff doesn't get burned out it does it creates predictable sales like whoa yeah. right well and we also learned how we can copy the processes of the big, giant, fastest growing PNC carriers and the big local agents. Yep. That was a lot of so fun. So it was fun. We put it together. We
0: It's on a website. Go to love.teledudes.com. <gasps> That's that L-O-V-E is... dot T-E-L-E-D-U-D-E-S dot com. How do you spell like that on the fly, Mr. Jason? Well, it took me some practice, but it's love dot
2: dudes dot com you are good at that, Is so that let weird? me get this straight it's love l o v e dot tele love dot teledudes.com. i love that I, I love it
0: too i surprised you too mr Craig you, you didn't know tricked me. <laughs>
2: Do they even listen to this on the radio anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Nice. Uh, all right.